Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, December 22nd. Tesla is increasing the discount, or as they call it, price adjustment on all Model 3 and Y vehicles delivered this month. Tesla is having some rare demand issues lately, especially in the U.S. due to unique circumstances. Vehicles delivered next month, or in the new year, will qualify for a tax credit, leading many customers to delay accepting their vehicles. We reported last month that it will also be contributed to an increase in cancellations, as Tesla is not allowing buyers to delay orders to get them next month. Yesterday, it was reported that the U.S. Treasury announced that they had not yet set standards for U.S. battery sourcing, and therefore other electric vehicles, like the Chevy Bolt, temporarily qualify for the full tax credit. Since Tesla already sources batteries from the USA, their full tax credit eligibility may not be affected by that news in particular. Instead, Tesla vehicle tax credit status is influenced by the fact that Tesla does not employ union workers in the USA. Despite this, some are suggesting that Tesla vehicles will indeed qualify for the full U.S. tax credit at the beginning of the year. Of course, you should consult with a tax professional before making any rash purchasing decisions. It should be noted that Tesla is also offering a discount for vehicles purchased in Canada and Mexico. $5,000 Canadian dollars or $74,750 Mexican dollars for credit purchases on the Model 3 and Y vehicles. Again, before the end of the year. Tesla's head of China, Tom Zhu, may be headed for a bigger role at the company. Reuters reports that Zhu is in line for, quote, a more senior and wider-ranging role at Tesla, and he appears to be leaving his role in China. Zhu has previously received praise and credit from Elon Musk for Tesla's success in China, and especially for Gigafactory Shanghai, which is now Tesla's most productive factory. A couple weeks ago, a sketchy report came out claiming that Zhu was going to take over Elon Musk's job as CEO. The next day, Bloomberg reported that Zhu was going to take over Gigafactory Texas. In Electrek's take, we anticipate that Tom Zhu will definitely be on the move, and there are certainly incentives to leave China at the moment, but currently there are two high roles at Tesla that are empty, the president of Tesla or the president of Tesla Automotive. Previously, Tesla did have John McNeil as, quote, the president of sales and services, which was a wide-ranging role within the company. Those responsibilities reportedly went to Elon Musk when he left. Around the same time, Jerome Gillen was made Tesla's first, quote, president of automotive, in charge of all automotive operations and program management. And he reportedly directly reported to Elon Musk, but, however, Eventually, he left Tesla, and it is not known where his responsibilities lay at the moment. To us, a role such as this for Tom Ju seems more likely than him becoming the CEO of the whole company and ousting Elon Musk. Tesla Europe confirmed that it is going to allow third-party charging stations in their navigation system, but those stations will have to meet the automaker's high standards. Although stations in the U.S. are prone to outages and compatibility issues, In Europe, Tesla uses the CCS connector in their vehicles like the other charging networks. In order to be listed inside the Tesla vehicles, the automaker says that the charging stations will need to have at least one compatible charging connector, be frequently used by Tesla drivers at least once every four days, and have an average charge success rate of 90% or higher. The stations will be removed from the system automatically if within 14 days, no charge sessions detected, or if the average charge success rate falls below 70%. The new qualified third-party charger program is starting with Europe and also Israel. 
According to Tesla's own timeline, the Tesla Megapack, which is the company's utility-scale energy storage battery system, could be sold out for almost the next two years. Several online commenters have pointed out that Tesla has updated its online configurator with the earliest delivery in the third quarter of 2024. Although Tesla's Megapack is the energy storage system for utility and power companies, deployment has been quite successful thus far. Tesla is working faster than ever through its backlog, with 42 Megapacks being produced per week at Gigafactory in Nevada, and also a Megafactory in California that recently came online, getting up to an ambitious capacity of 40 gigawatt hours per year. The product must be in very high demand because despite greatly added production, Tesla is still sold out for 20 months. Volkswagen has sent out emails to ID4 reservation holders detailing a series of changes that will be made on vehicles produced after January 4th, and it includes a price hike. The $1,500 MSRP increase comes to all 2023 ID4 SUVs assembled on January 4th or later. Cars assembled before that date will maintain the old MSRP. It's really too bad, but these prices will also apply to current reservation holders. Volkswagen says that the actual price of each car will be set by Volkswagen local dealers and that their reservation was never meant to lock in a price. I can only imagine how that will turn out at the ground level. The reason for the price increase, Volkswagen notes, is on account of the battery supplier, which it gets a little granular from this point. Volkswagen is now contracting for a battery supply from both SK Innovation and LG Chem specifically for rear-wheel drive vehicles with the larger 82-kilowatt-hour Pro Pack. From now on, any given rear-wheel drive 82-kilowatt-hour ID4 may have a battery from either LG or SK. All-wheel drive cars and 62-kilowatt-hour Standard and S-trims will have SK-supplied batteries. ID4s with SK batteries will have faster DC charge speeds with a 170-kilowatt peak instead of 135. Volkswagen says that you can find out who supplied the batteries for your vehicle by just looking at the Monroney label affixed to every car or by logging into your MyID4 reservation account. There's also an additional FAQ with more answers. Similar to what they did with Cadillac, General Motors is now giving their Buick dealers an ultimatum. Invest in the company's electric future or take a buyout. While I'm not too versed in the ROI of the proposal, it sounds like a hefty initial amount. The minimum upfront cost is ranging from $300,000 to $400,000 for the dealers. According to the Detroit Free Press, there are at least a few Buick dealers who are not ready to invest. The investment will undoubtedly include on-site chargers, additional training and tooling for EV service, and also branding. I've noted a few local dealers from other brands who have also revamped their showroom and facilities when gearing up for electric, but... That could just be a coincidence. Buick is preparing to be an all-electric brand by 2030 with its first fully electric vehicle in the U.S. expected in 2024. So dealers still have a little bit of time to get their ducks in a row. EV startup Canoe has received approval to receive tax incentives from Oklahoma City. Canoe announced in November that it was ready to begin EV production after selecting a 630,000 square foot move-in ready plant with the company applying for $1 million in incentives. Canoe said that its new facility would employ more than 500 people and be equipped to achieve a 20,000-unit run rate annually by the end of next year. This will be useful as the company was once on the ropes but surprised the world when they announced a 10,000-unit order from Walmart and then another order for testing vehicles ordered by the U.S. military. 
Canoe still has some work to do in order to reach the production and take advantage of the local incentives. Despite losing over $100 million in the third quarter, Canoe says it can raise capital if needed. Okay, it is opinion time. The electric revolution is going and going full steam. Sometimes I hear from people in my local life who question the upcoming revolution. It used to be a lot harder, but now that most of the companies are throwing their collective life savings into it, there isn't a whole lot of argument anymore. With the advent of Cadillac, Buick, Volkswagen, Ford, and other local dealerships having local representation of EV adoption, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot left in the total takeover. I'm paraphrasing, but quite a long time ago I heard Jay Leno say that he believes that EVs were the future of cars, but also that gas cars would stick around as a hobbyist market. That seems perfectly reasonable, as for a long time, including the time period when I got into EVs, the electric cars were the hobbyist market. But things are changing. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Martin Woods says, Merry Christmas to all at Electric, and also to all EV and renewable energy fans. Thank you very much, Martin. Our next installment of Quick Charge will be Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve. This week has actually surprised me with the amount of news that we've had and also the quality. Perhaps there will be some to make a compelling show on the 24th, but in either case, we will be on the go, filming from a webcam from a different location than usual. I might consider a green screen, but the authenticity of traveling sometimes seems like a good idea too. Thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.